0: Welcome to Vox Vomitus, also known as Word Vomit. Hi everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of Vox Vomitus. I am your host, author Jennifer Ann Gordon, author of Beautiful, Frightening, and Silent, as well as the Hotel Series. I am joined once again, as always, by my two Fox Vominous Vixens, Tricia Ridinger McKee, author of the Beyond series, and Alice Martin, author of the Bourbon Books. Hi. We are joined today by our esteemed guest, David Burr Gerard, author of uh, The Epiphany Machine, as well as A Million Short Stories.
1: Uh, <laughs> I
0: think. I think is that the direction. It, it,
1: it uh, oh, oh, I, I'm trying to push it up to a billion.
0: Oh, like McDonald's. <laughs>
1: exactly. <laughs> I, I think
0: I, a, I, <laughs> <McDonald's leaders.
1: laughs> I figure a million short stories isn't cool. A billion short stories is cool.
0: That is very cool. So, David, tell us and tell our guests a little bit about yourself.
1: So, uh, uh, um, so first of all, thank, thank you very much for having me. This, this, is, this is great. Um, and it's a real honor to be here. Uh, um, uh, about myself, um, you know, I've written these two, uh, these two books and these, uh, a billion short stories. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, um, I, uh, um, I teach at the new, I teach creative writing at the new school and the I understand Y. Um, and, uh, and other than that, as I was telling you guys, uh, before we, we went live, um, you know, I, I spent a lot of time now in the pandemic, uh, taking care of my kid. Uh, I have a, a beautiful two and a half year old daughter. Um, and, uh, we, uh, we wind up playing a lot and watching Frozen uh, and Coco, <laughs> uh, and uh, and that's pretty much my life right now.
0: <laughs> How many times have you seen Frozen?
1: Um, I, I haven't and, and wouldn't count. It's definitely a billion and one. I've definitely <laughs> more seen, more yes. than
0: your short
2: stories. You have exactly. I've yeah. definitely
1: seen more Frozen more times than I've published short stories. That is. Have you
2: seen the sequel? Story. Have you seen yes, Frozen yes, 2, we, Electric Boogaloo?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yes uh, uh, I, I I don't want to offend anyone at Disney In case they're watching, but I'm not a fan oh. of <laughs> oh, yeah, that's,
2: that's fair Because I saw it in theaters And yeah. I'm sitting there going How did I draw the short straw that my husband Gets to go see some colors <laughs> with our oldest And right. I'm sitting here watching What, what is this? Do they yeah. even pull new songs Or just pull them out and go <laughs> If Kristen Bell sings it It'll be okay
0: Yeah oh,
1: <laughs>
2: so So,
0: um david your book the um the epiphany machine it's such a cool concept um so can you elevator pitch that or do you want me to just say it's about a sewing machine that gives you tattoos that's the epiphany of your life
1: i mean you pretty much did is that right that's that's pretty much what what what, what the book's about yeah
0: i love it um do you have tattoos
1: um, you know the, the, question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, that that's a good question, and I intended throughout the process of writing the book to get ta- to get tattoos because I thought, like, well, now I have to uh, to yeah. get a tattoo. Um, but part of what what drove me to write the book in the first place is that I, I'm uh, afraid of both needles and permanence, <laughs> um, and, and, uh, um, and and I could just never never exactly, you know, actually put myself under the needle. Um, and now the book's out. The book came out, you know, a while ago. So, so, so I think I'm tattoo-free now. You've dodged that publicity bullet, right? Exactly. There. exactly I know. it a here? My, my my publicist did did uh, did ask me a, a, a number of times to to get a tattoo, and, and uh, you know, I, I, it might have helped me sell. sell I don't know, maybe five to ten copies, but but I, I was going to say you
0: could have sold like, tens of books, ex- like that.
1: exactly. <laughs> we're
0: there's all a, there's a niche no there right
2: there. there.
1: Yeah, precisely. Yeah. 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 It
0: could be a book signing slash tattoo party. Back oh, yeah, it
1: did.
2: that was oh, really awesome. awesome. Signing books, sign
1: people. There, there you go. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I did have people tag me on Instagram with, with not not like permanent tattoos, but 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 they got like temporary tattoos of of, uh, of the things that were in the book or yes, or things that were, that were were printed to them, and th- yeah, that, wow. that was very cool.
0: So, have you had anybody get a permanent tattoo that was based on your no,
1: book? No, yes. No, no. If, if, if I got that, I would be I'd be very happy. Uh, you know, oh. I'm afraid of tattoos, <laughs> yeah. but I have all the respect in the world for people who, who, get, who get them. So, if anybody want, out there watching now wants to get a tattoo, um, yeah, feel, feel free to get in contact with me. I will be your friend for life. Oh, gosh. I
0: mean, I've been looking to get another tattoo. Well, there you we go. Have so enough, John. You have enough, know, <laughs> I,
1: have,
0: I, have, I, I try to get a tattoo every time i finish a book but we've been in pandemic so i haven't gotten a tattoo in a while right and i'm um, also running out of space on my body
1: yeah. Th- that is that's something that happens yeah.
0: like running out of like good real estate that won't <laughs> sag
2: <laughs> you're gonna start looking like a belter from from the expanse series and work on here and then like the face tattoos yeah. It's a look. I don't no. want to do a face tattoo. I feel like it's too Mike Tyson. It's a very prison tattoo, but <laughs> if, you're, if you're a true sci-fi diehard, you can start saying, "Come on, this is Belter. You know, it's you just like... get it."
1: It's, it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because uh, um, when I was first writing the book, um, uh, one of the first questions I had is, "Okay, where is the tattoo going to go?" Um, and uh, um, and I thought the face. Um, but then, but that it just seemed like it's just that's seemed, too much body not, horror. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Precisely. Uh, I we were talking about David Lynch before. I like David Lynch. I like David Cronenberg. Um, uh, major influences on me. But uh, all um, the weird but, David's. But Do you the like Olympics? David
0: Byrne. Yeah. I,
1: I, I I was like I'm a weird David. I I gotta I gotta <laughs> like, I like the weird David. <laughs> it's <your> people. Exactly. <laughs> it's my people. My yeah. tribe. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
0: So um, the concept of getting a tattoo that is like a an epiphany about who you are like mm-hmm. as your core being mm-hmm. to me sounds terrifying mm-hmm. and beautiful and i know your yeah. book is listed as science fiction or mm-hmm. you know literary <laughs> science fiction uh mm-hmm. we always fight within ourselves about what our categories are like what what sure. am i writing what is this yeah. uh, uh, i f- i feel like yours also could be literary horror
1: I like that. As a concept. Uh, I, I, I mean, to be honest, I've never been that interested in genre distinctions. I'm always like, I just want to read good books. Uh, um, and, uh, um, you know, probably the biggest influence on this book was uh, Kafka's In the Penal Colony. uh and that short story, there's a, a torture device um, that uh, uh, essentially tattoos the crimes of prisoners on their back and writes it over and over again until they die. Um, and, uh, and that's certainly... Um, a kind of, you know, if you're going to classify that, um, I don't know if you'd call it speculative horror or or just horror or, or whatever, or just Kafka. Uh, um, <laughs> Kafka. But the exactly. category is Kafka. Yeah, the category is Kafka. Uh, um, and, uh, um, and and that's how I feel about my work too. Uh, you know, I uh, um, I love to take influences from everywhere. I I uh, um, there's no. Um, you know, genre that, that I'll say like, Oh, you know, I'm, ab- I'm above that genre or, or, or what have you. I, I just want something that's lively. That's going to be interesting to me. That's going to scare me. Um, and, uh, um, uh, and I use scare broadly, not just in horror, although certainly horror is great. Um, but, uh, um, but that, that's, that's what I'm interested in. So, so yeah, yeah. You know, it's my book is called science fiction by the publisher. Um, but, uh, um, but that's just what they got.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you're primarily a short story writer. Would you call
1: yourself that? No, I mean, I, I would say that I, uh, um, I'm, I would call myself primarily a novelist. Uh, uh, um, actually, this is, the, this is the first time anyone's suggested that I'm primarily a short story writer, which is interesting to me. Um And, and I, and I like it um, because I, I like short stories as well. Um, but uh, um, I was drawn to writing by novels um, and, uh, um, and most of the time I'm working or, Trying to get myself to work on novels, um, but uh, um, here and there I'll write uh, short, short stories. And you know I've been doing this for a while, so eventually they add up.
0: And you just That's say true. you fi- you feared permanence. Feared so I feel like exactly. yeah, I feel like go. a novel is a commitment when you get into <laughs> the,
1: it. The, 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 that that is true. The, yeah, yeah. You know I, I've never made, made that connection before, but but uh, I, um, I, I like making um, the uh, leap into into novels, partially because. They can change a lot, um, yeah. um, unlike tattoos. So, so you get a tattoo, that's your tattoo. Yeah. Um, but um, you start writing a novel. Um, and this novel, you know, I worked on off and on for about 10 years. Um, wow, uh, and uh, um, and it changed a lot. Um, initially, I just had um, uh, the idea like, oh, the epiphany machine. Basically, the, the, the title came to me first, which, by the way, is not how I would recommend anyone <laughs> write a book uh, um it's a terrible terrible way uh, um because i was like okay uh, this is great i have this this uh, this this title and now i have to have oh characters and the story <laughs> <laughs> uh, um and uh and i had many many false starts over many many years um and uh um actually some of those false starts appear in the book in the form of the testimonials that that uh, that venture. Those takes. are the best. But I, I mean, I, I I like them a lot. Yeah, um, and uh, there's sort of like um, little little short stories that 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 appear, um, and and so in some ways it's true that the the book is kind of a hybrid of a novel and a short story collection, and part of that is because of, of my own. Um, my own lack of commitment. You, you you immediately saw right 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 through. to the I saw, it, I saw through it. Yeah. That's
0: your epiphany tattoo. Yeah, yeah. There, so there you go. Short
1: story writer. That, that's
2: that's <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Well, and I was just going to say, I I see the short story aspect, and I was explaining just for people who aren't familiar with the book, it's a non linear narrative in many ways. Even though the main main story is quite linear, but you have these out of sync testimonials, these interviews, and then segments from this other book that is as beautiful. And that style is very different from the rest of the book as well, because those are incredibly literary and the repetition you use in some of this and some of those other sections, they're almost like a different author wrote them. And I've never read something that has so many different voices coming together in a way that works. It's harmonious, but it gives you this experience that you just don't get with other books, even on other books that where you might read Asynchronous timelines or multiple points of view. You're reading this this thing that feels like it's five different books all at once, and so you never have a chance to even get bored in a half second because the minute you're in one thing, you're pulled into the next point, and you're getting someone else's point of view about something that gives a completely different spin on the thing you just heard. And I've just I've never experienced anything like that, and I know that I'm sure a lot of people are going. Well, this doesn't sound anything like science fiction. And if I didn't know it was science fiction based on where I found it in the library, I wouldn't have guessed it was science fiction because there's nothing to me about it that science fiction, other than the fact that how this machine works, Works. Mm -hmm. defies any explanation.
1: Well, well, well uh, um, thank you very much. I mean, that's exactly how I, I hope that people uh, would read it uh, and that they would respond to the way that I, I tried to braid the stories. Uh, I hear from a lot of people who say like, oh, I, I like this one aspect of it, but why'd you do, you know, the other aspects? Uh, <laughs> we all hear that. Exactly. <laughs> we just this after a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Take my
2: headphones out. Yeah. yeah <laughs> uh, uh,
1: uh, but uh, uh, um, But yeah, I mean, that's one thing that's really fun to me uh, as a writer uh, it's to try on kind of different voices. People say like find your voice. Well, I don't want to find just one voice and just like uh, maybe this goes back to being afraid of permanence. I I, I, I don't want want to uh, um, want to just write write in the same voice uh, mm-hmm. all the time for for many years. Uh, there's there are some writers uh, who uh, um so, you know I'll, I'll like one book that they that they uh, wrote and then I'll read that one and I'm like okay this is kind of like the uh, the first one and then i'll read a third one and i'm like okay i i, I kind of get this now and then i don't read them again uh, um you call those people uh, one trick ponies yeah ex- exactly exactly and you know what
2: if it's a good pony and people want yeah. that pony they know that's what they're true. getting and that's fine but i think most of us would feel constrained always yeah. to do that
1: and and there there are some uh, writers who find a pony that's really worth ri- to continue with the meta- metaphor maybe maybe beat this dead pony into the ground to so, like <laughs> ride it for, for for a very long time yeah. Uh, um, and and to uh, to really great effect. I mean, um, you know, uh, some of my favorite writers like Philip Roth and Alice Monroe. Um, they're, they're they're not necessarily going to um, sound much different from book to book, but they're gonna gonna really go deeply in, into that into that voice. And they give um, a
0: different spin on it. So it's, yeah, it's not literally exactly. the same story. That,
1: that, that's certainly true. That's certainly true. Like, uh, um, and 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 they um, they continue to engage with their material from different angles. Um, and, and you know, in, in different ways, and, and that's that's great. The, um, that is, um and, you know, there, there are days when I, when I when I kind of wish that I were with that kind of writer that uh, that I that I just like knew what I wanted to do all the time and would just do that. Um, would that be
2: easier? Because then you'd be at least directed
1: somewhere. I think, I, mean, I, 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 I I think it seems I mean. easier to me because I'm not that kind of writer. I I, I, I think um, one common experience for writers is to think, uh, okay, if only I were. Different, <laughs> everything will be fine. Uh, 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 <laughs> yeah. um, um, you know, <laughs> uh, um, but but uh, um, but I'm not I'm not that kind of writer. I'm, I I like to uh, um, to experiment with with different voices and different and different approaches, um, and that's just who I am.
0: So I, we appreciate that. So nice. here's my anecdote from today. I got my BookBub email of like, here's the books that are on sale. And I saw an author that I really like. And I went, mm-hmm. oh, I should buy this. I read the description. Mm-hmm. and I'm like, I should really, I, I'll buy this. So I went on Amazon Kindle and it was said, you've already purchased this book. Have you already read, read it? And then I was like, oh, I probably haven't read it. So I lo- yeah, right. scrolled through my Kindle, determined, no, yeah. I've read it. and I'm like oh gosh yeah and then I looked at all the covers and I'm like they are all the same and have the same kind of title I love the author but it was just one of those moments where I thought uh, this is what happens when I don't know if I've read all of their work or if I've just read one book right twice or three times
2: I've actually checked out books from the library and started reading them going this feels really familiar. I've, I've, it. yes, I've done, done. I've read it. I've done, done. Like Chapter in the library. In I just go. All right, I already have it. If I didn't have something else to do, then I would read it again. I don't have time for that now. But back cool. in the day, I'd be like, "Well, it didn't stick the first time. Let's try <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because your style and like your um your inspiration is kind of all I don't want to say all over the place, but it's varied. Uh, does your publicist and your publisher and your agent, do they just say to you, you're very hard to market because we've, we've heard that from other authors. Like, we heard that from Matt Ruff of Love, yeah. Country, that his publicist yeah, right. is like, stop it. Everyone, every book is different. <laughs> so you laughed. So
1: I wouldn't say that, that, that I've heard it in those words, but, 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 uh, uh, um but 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 it's been the subject of, of a few conversations that, that I've had uh, Fortunately i'm i'm very blessed with my agent um who is uh, uh actually a, a terrific friend as well as a, as a terrific reader um and she really gets what i what i'm doing she so gets sort of the, the the deeper stuff behind you know what what i'm doing um and uh, um uh you know i'm working on my third book now uh, um i don't have a contract for it yeah 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 uh, um this one is is uh, um, different. I, I guess I might as well just tell you a little bit about, about what yes. it's about. So, um, Give us it's the about exclusive. A, <laughs> it's, it's, it's about uh, um, a professor of um, early modern revenge tragedy, so Shakespeare and his contemporaries. <gasps> um, and, I'm sorry, uh, I took a class
0: very much like that because oh, 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 I oh, went to school for crazy. theater, and that's why I went...
1: <gasps> I may I, I actually want, want, want to talk to you about that, <laughs> because that, that, that's very interesting. But... Uh, um, Uh, But his wife and and child are are murdered in a campus shooting. Um, And so he gets the uh, idea to uh, start writing op-eds that are apparently in favor of gun violence, saying stuff like, I wish I had a gun to defend my wife and child, um, with the aim of getting invited to the convention convention of um a, a certain organization that is, goes unnamed in the book and that that I, I, I won't mention here but I I, I think you could probably most of you would probably guess um and so 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 he plans to get invited to that to the national convention of that organization and assassinate the leadership
0: Oh, my goodness. Um, I love that. Very, you don't have a contract for that yet? I don't have
1: a contract for that yet. But.
0: Very Machiavellian meets Iago mm-hmm. from Oh, Othello. Yeah. Love that. Well, and
2: I, I come at it from a political science background because Jen's our theater nerd, but I, I was an attorney before <laughs> right. I because then that wasn't smart either. But my, my background.
0: <laughs> and Are I, you saying my theater classes. degree
2: wasn't mm-hmm. smart? <laughs> it was way more useful. No, but I had, I took certain classes just because I loved the professor. And one of my professors took, he took a whole class that was on basically the politics of revenge. Mm-hmm. So wow. I, when you went there I'm like so we're back di- we're back into the Icelandic blood feuds. Go on, I'm listening. She <laughs> put that in I will I will happily help if I remember any of that cuz college was a long time ago. Yeah, you know, i yeah, you up on that.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> college
0: Uh-oh. was a long time ago and it's been a long <laughs> pandemic for.
2: <us. laughs> it's yes. been a very long yeah, 12 years ago, So it's <laughs> still going. Yeah, right
0: uh alice and tricia do you have any questions specifically for david before i just blab on about theater
2: i actually do i love that you said um you had the title before the story Mm -hmm. idea i've done that where i thought of a title and said wow that's kind of cool let's go with that Mm -hmm. um and i know everyone's about inspiration and that's um do you find you come up with the story ideas through inspiration or do you actually sit down and think about it um, how do you come up with these ideas that are just incredibly unique and intriguing and
1: amazing? Well, well, well uh, thank you very much. Uh, I mean, I would say the the answer to that is that I just have ideas as I'm reading. Uh, um, mostly, it's with, it's with what I'm reading or just walking around. Um, and then um, there there are a, a, there are a lot of ideas, but ideas are kind of a dime a dozen. Uh, yes. Um, uh, it's only about what you feel like you can um, you can bring, bring alive to the page. Um, and so eventually, if something really gets into me, I'll, uh, um, I'll sit down and start to work on it. Um, and then it's only when you start to work on it that more ideas come. Or sometimes right. ideas don't come. Um, and uh, that happens to me too. Sometimes I'll, I'll have an idea. I'm like, yes, this is it. Um, and I'll sit down and I'll, I'll work on it. In fact, actually, um, about five years ago, I had an idea for a pandemic novel um that that I, and i and i thought okay this is it uh, uh, i'm going to write this novel and then then i just i, I just wasn't into uh, um, the characters In the world that I created, so I, I set it aside. And now that we're in a pandemic, I'm like in the in the in the alternate timeline w- w- where I had a pandemic novel. That, you know, I, I'd be rich and <laughs> right now, uh, <laughs> uh, um, but, but it just wasn't wasn't meant to be. <laughs> so and we, we've
2: done. interviewed two authors who had yeah. pre-pandemic novels that came out shortly before the pandemic, mm. and right. we're looking at them suspiciously, like they're behind it almost, yeah, because like,
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's too Yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, uh, but 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 that that also shows, uh, I, you know, for those writers, this, that was like the novel, right? So so, so uh, um, but for me, it wasn't. So so it, it, you know, it ha- you have to have not only the idea, but it has to be the right idea for you at the right time, right? Um, the right fit. Yeah, exactly. And there were times when I was writing the Epiphany Machine where I thought this isn't the right <laughs> this isn't the right idea for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, there were many times when I, when I thought, okay, this was a great title, and I have nothing more than that. Uh, um,
0: that's uh, when you get
1: a tattoo that yeah. just says the epiphany machine. Done. done You know, and, and it's, uh, from this vantage point, I can, I can look back and say like, ah, oh, yes, this, this was the novel that I was meant to write all along. Um, because um, I look back on this novel and I'm like, wow, that there's a lot, I, I feel like there's a lot of really good stuff in this novel. However, uh, um, uh, when I was writing it, Uh, um uh that's not what it looked like it it looked like (laughs) like like a process where i would get an idea and then i and then i would second guess myself and and so forth um and uh, um there were there were entire years when 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 i thought like you know am i even a writer is is this going anywhere yeah um yeah
2: well you're you're speaking my my song right there as far as the the novel that takes years and that's Changing as you go and you're looking at it, and as you're in it, it's so hard to see what it is. And it's not until you look back and you go, Okay, oh, hey, there were themes there,
1: yeah, right, yeah, I didn't
2: yes. have to recognize yes. that because sure. sometimes the themes, like the idea of I, I'm early in a working project right now, mm-hmm. and I really don't even know where it's going. Mm-hmm. And I have to remind myself, when I started the book that I have on sub right now, I didn't know where that was going either. Right. And to give myself, and I don't give myself any time anymore, everything's mm-hmm. immediate. So it's it's so good to be reminded that okay you don't always need to know where it is and no I I don't have a title for that but I didn't have a title for the book on sub till well I had to have a title before I put it in a
1: query letter because they expect that for some reason yeah yeah right, yeah uh, Could
2: you name it later for me that
1: they won't go with that they don't could you like name it. it later for me it be a title
2: yeah name it's it later for me yeah,
1: yeah, it exactly name it later. does that
0: kind of sounds like the name of like a sleazy bar and like a a crime <laughs> noir
1: so yeah there you go name it later. Name it later. Name it later.
2: Yeah, name it later. Oh, well, somebody to, write that, that down. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask about the some of the, the characters involved because I've read, I don't know, I've read enough books to know that it's very uncommon when I find a character like your protagonist mm-hmm. where there's something that's just so vulnerable and real about him. And then I was reading, some people were like, uh I didn't like this person. And I just wondered if they were reading the same book I was. Because there was just something so heartbreaking about your protagonist. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how much of that, like, one of the things that hit me is because of the timeline. Mm -hmm. I'm only a couple years older than the protagonist. Mm -hmm. So we're starting with a protagonist who, he's in high school when this starts Mm -hmm. and goes on. And those were my years in high school. Yeah, so those were
1: my years in high school too. Things
2: he went through. Okay, so I, I figured we were we were roughly the same. we yeah, right. were all yeah. '90s yeah. high school. Kids yeah, were. yeah, '90s yeah. high school kids. Yeah, and yeah. and reading through and some of the events that they lived through. And I don't want to spoil too much, but I'm just mm-hmm. going. I know where I was with this, and then watching right. things spin out of control. I just mm-hmm. I just wanted to know how much of that was based on your own experiences mm-hmm. as far as your own feelings of who you were in high school and where you thought you were going how much of that was you and how much of that was like, well, I just made up this character to put him through that, but he's, he's nothing like me.
1: Mm. Uh, well, well, you know, I, I found this machine that, that tattooed Epiphanies. On, on <laughs> <around>. <laughs> is oh. a
0: I <laughs> refuse to get <give laughs> one. I, I forced it on my best friend.
1: Uh, uh, um, no, no, I, I
0: got mine. It's right <laughs> here. Yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> really? exactly. See.
0: That's exactly uh, where they go. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that's exactly. why I'm like, <laughs> yes. And mine's a quote from Shirley Jackson. Yeah. So
2: that does make that's sense. That, that's actually pretty good, yeah. Jen's uh, been in an upstairs apartment getting some tattoos.
1: Go yeah. on. <laughs> uh, um, so so, so uh, um, when I had all these uh, stories uh, together, and I I, just, I needed to pull something through. And I, I, I felt like I needed a, char- like a character who would get um, kind of a secondhand education from all mm-hmm. these tattoos. And I thought, okay, well, why don't I uh, imagine myself uh, um, in that position? Um, and uh, um, and so, you know, I, I certainly don't want to overstate the uh, um, similarities of, of Venter to me. Uh, of Venter's uh, mother is uh, has abandoned him, and my mother certainly did not abandon me. My, my mother uh, does a, a lot of... Uh, 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 um, and to this day, does a lot of my uh, does a lot of childcare for, for for me. So, so I. I, I so the don't opposite. Want to, it's, 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 it's quite, quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. Uh, um, we don't
0: want mom listening to this right now. <laughs> 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 you well, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah
1: yeah yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I actually, at my launch, uh, um, my mom started telling telling people that she had abandoned me just just for you know. <laughs> so <laughs> you mean, could you know, sell tens of books. A, 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 exactly. Uh, um, and, her backstory, uh, but but that also shows that uh, that that uh, I mean I hope that that the dark humor in this book comes through and, and that's something that that, that I uh, um, uh, you know it really inherited from her. She, she has a very nicely dark uh, sense of humor, uh, um, and uh, um, and that's sort of helped me through the dark years of of writing the book the last, of being the being an author and um, also the la- the last few years have been politically dark in all kinds of ways. Really, um, the last many years have been pulled mm-hmm. totally dark in mm-hmm. lots of ways. Well, and, uh, um, so you and,
2: politics because I would say yeah. that was something I did not expect when reading your book. Because I read a lot of books mm-hmm. in sci-fi, and sometimes they kind of hint at politics. Yours does not pull any punches, mm-hmm. and well, and it. you don't broadcast that at the beginning. It kind of mm-hmm. sneaks up on you, and then when it does, it's yeah. one of these things where you go, "Oh crap! I didn't I didn't realize this was happening." Did you yeah. get any pushback from anybody either in the editorial process or reviews or anybody who had any issues? I, with I, I,
1: I wouldn't say that, that I got pushback. Uh, um, uh, I mean, uh, uh yeah, the, I'm, I'm sure if, if, if I went through my Goodreads, I could find a lot of people who are happy. Oh, but don't, don't goodreads.
2: read that.
0: No, I'm like, ah, uh, uh, <laughs> why did I do that?
1: <laughs> I, I I I go to good, good reads sometimes because I can't help myself and, and, and sometimes they're mean, but but also I feel like my you know my book's out there. So and so I, I feel like that's True. um uh that's entirely fair game. Uh I, I think you know, a lot of people say this, like don't tag our authors in negative reviews and I would I would agree with that. There's really no reason for you to let an author know if you've written a <laughs> yes. negative review about their work. Um yes, but he I, <laughs> but I, I, I think that, that writing negative reviews is totally totally fair, totally fair game. E- even if it hurts my feelings, you know, I put a, I put a book out there that that that's the way it is. Uh, um, uh, so, so, but but in terms of, of you know how the politics came to be, I would say that um, first of all, just kind of because I wrote the book and I, and I'm interested in this stuff. My first novel, uh, which came out through a small press, um, actually before I even had an agent, uh, um, uh, is even more political uh, than this one. Um, it's just, this kind of what I'm interested in. I've, I've always been interested in the way that, um, uh, you know, nine eleven um, caused this big rift when, I, when I was in, uh, you know, I was in college at, at, at the time. Um, to, to date myself, uh, as where it sounds like we're all around the same age. Uh, uh, when that happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and, and then, um, what to my mind was the massive uh, overreaction uh, to nine eleven that caused the curtailing of civil liberties and that caused. Uh, all kinds of um, uh, terrible, terrible things that that uh, uh, have continued to um, to ramify um, into the, into today. Um, that's that's sort of what I think about when I think about the course of my life as it relates to um, uh, to the wider world. Um, now, in my own life, um, uh, because I uh, didn't serve in Afghanistan or Iraq, and uh, uh, like like many Americans, I'm fairly um, sh- uh, sheltered from uh, um, the stuff that America does, um, but I decided to put um, uh, uh, in uh, in my book a character who is the best friend of of, uh, of my protagonist, a character who gets very negatively affected by um, by what happens, um, and uh, um, and, the, and and I I uh, I just sort of thought through what might happen to somebody like me. In this situation, I like to think that I would act better than than Venter does, um, but um, that's not. Uh, uh, first of all, you, you don't you don't really know that, uh, uh, and that's also not literature. It's not interesting to me, at least, when people act well. I'm more interested in people yeah. b- people making the wrong decisions. Because most yes,
2: yes. <laughs> but when people make the wrong decisions, then there are other people who can react to that. If the person exactly. acted right in the first place, then you don't have a story.
1: You need, yeah, to have yeah, exactly. an
2: Interaction yeah. of what are you doing? Yeah, how are you sleeping at night?
1: Yeah, I mean, people will complain um, about um, stories not having this. Is, this is thankfully not a not a complaint that that I get a lot because I, I tend to be kind of plot centered. But 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 uh, uh, people will often complain that in literary fiction nothing happens, and, that, uh, and then they complain about other stories that um, in, you know the, the the characters are unlikable. Um, but uh, uh, have you hard. been
0: reading my Goodreads? I- reviews. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I mean, I, I definitely get that all get that all the time. Uh, uh,
0: um, I was like, there was no plot, and nothing happened. I'm like, yeah. A lot of things happened, and yeah, the characters—I right? didn't even like them. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Oh.
2: yeah.
1: My um, favorites
0: are the ones that complain, but then they say, "Well, the end
1: was good," and I'm like, right. "Yes,
0: you got to the end."
1: Yeah, right. well, well, well yeah, I mean, that, that, to a certain extent, that's all that matters. Yeah. Um, you yes, know, if, if you get to the end, that, that that's that's really really what matters, but. Uh, uh, um, uh, but having characters who are not likable is a much better way of getting things to happen than characters who are likable um, and characters who make the characters who make the right decision, you know, great mm-hmm. for them. But so okay. I'm but sure.
2: I'm going to argue that, that making the right decision isn't the question of whether or not a character is likable, because that's, I think that's right about the things yep. later, mm-hmm. you already had established a character that was so nuanced and real mm-hmm. that, you completely like I knew what he was going to do because you would establish him so he wasn't acting right. out of character and he wasn't an unlikable character up until that point okay. at all so when I was reading those I was thinking okay did these people just skip the chunks that established who this was and who his what his background was and how he'd lived his life mm-hmm. up until that point and yes he made some decisions along the way that you go oh mm, right. but that made him real that mm-hmm. that made him this fleshed out character that I just I needed to see to the end and see how things were going to turn out for him. Whereas there are other characters I've read that are unlikable that you're just like, and now I've stopped caring. Sure. That's a very uh, good uh, thing.
1: What? 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 what, what th- thank you. That that that's very good to hear, and I would agree with that. There are some writers who will take the um, the idea of not liking likable characters too far. Um, and just say like, okay, well, I'm just going to make my character behave like an asshole, and you know, then. <laughs> but there always has you know? to be
0: a re like I yeah. I, I love flawed characters mm-hmm. as long as mm-hmm. I get that little like instinct of why I know why they're being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if absolutely. I know, bec- and especially if they are self aware enough, like in their inner mm-hmm. monologue, to say, "I know I'm an asshole right now, <laughs> but I can't help it." This is just who I am. But then you understand who they are and right. then you feel bad for them. I'm a sucker yeah. for that.
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a perfect example of that uh, from a recent movie would be Uncut Gems, where, where that, that character makes terrible decision after terrible decision. But you understand why, why he's doing it, even though you really want him to, to make. So like like just the do something decisions.
0: better than that. And then yeah, you're exactly. Like, yeah.
1: But, but, yeah. But, but we know why he's doing it. And uh, for me, at least, you know, I, I'm I'm on the edge of my seat while I'm watching that movie.
0: So I'm a very, as a writer, I'm more character driven than plot driven. Mm-hmm. So again, I get, I get those criticisms like uh, yeah, right. this, had, this had no plot or mm-hmm. whatever, no plot. Right. Um, so I love a good flawed character mm-hmm. and I'll watch a movie, a TV show, read a book that mm-hmm. has a character I can understand. Absolutely. I don't even need to like them. Mm-hmm. I just need to understand right. them. Okay. Yeah. And I will root for them or root
1: against them. Mm-hmm. It's both of them are enjoyable to me. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I, 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 I'm absolutely with you. Yeah. Um, and, and, and sorry. Go ahead. No,
2: I was. I wanted to change the subject about literary stuff. So finish what you're saying on characters. Because uh, I, 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 I was just going
1: to say that that, that uh, I think the character and plot um, re- really go together. Uh, uh, um, and uh, um, sometimes you you think about characters and how they. Um, uh, how they how they affect what's going on sometimes you think about um what the what situation you want your characters to be in yeah. and, and, and how they're going to read really but um but uh, uh, if you're um thinking um seriously about story then then, then it's all going to be um, related so so uh, uh, i you know i jennifer i haven't read i haven't read any of your books it, but but I I, okay. I, I I bet <laughs> if if i if i read them i'm going to see that um uh, you know that there's a lot of lots that of they're
0: not likable.
1: Not that are um, I, just that, that there's a lot of stuff going on in the books. Is, there that, is, is stuff I, going
0: I, on, yeah. contrary to exactly. some people's popular no, no, beliefs. No,
1: no, no. <laughs> something, something that I found from just like hanging out with the writers is that like is that I can tell if I'm gonna like their books from talking. <laughs> Which is yes. you know maybe may, may not something I should even say, but I can tell I would I would like your guys' books uh, just from talking to you. So, you
0: know, I think as authors, what th- the best thing we can do for ourselves is actually mm-hmm. just be who we are. Absolutely. And, and that's why podcasts and interviews and things like that are so crucial, especially, mm-hmm. at, I don't want to say, like, these little podcasts. Like, we're not a huge, 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 huge podcast. We do mm-hmm. very well on our network, but mm-hmm. we're not, like, we're not NPR. Sure. Are
1: you but, but we're not. I'm sorry,
0: guys. <laughs> oh. We're not.
1: Uh, I didn't tell them. <laughs> Uh, I'm not Jonathan Franzen, just... Yeah. just you
0: know. <laughs> but people will hear this and they'll they'll like you. Well, thank you. Or they'll know okay. you, mm-hmm. if they, even if they don't like you. They should like you. You've been likable. <laughs> and, uh, and then everybody should be looking at your website that's scrolling underneath us and say, I want to find out more about David Bergerard because mm-hmm. authors as who they are sell books mm-hmm. just as much yes. as books... Lead people back to the author,
1: right? I, I think that that's absolutely true, and I think that um, a lot of uh, writers who don't like publicity feel that um, feel that they have to be somebody else, and that they have to project um, uh, the image of the author who you know sits down mm-hmm. at his computer uh, at five a.m. and uh, and writes uh, you know until until noon, um, and mm-hmm. you know um, uh, r- revises. Uh, only, you know, uh, um, commas, uh, because everything's in there from the beginning. Uh, um, and uh, uh, that's not that's not who you are. Uh, um, and, but, but, well, some people are like that. And, if, and if that's who you some are. Some people are.
0: We haven't yeah? met anybody, and we've been yeah. doing this show for a while. We right. have not met one person no. who's like, you know what? What I write is perfect, right <laughs> out of my brain and into my fingers. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, I haven't <laughs> met anybody like that either. I'm just sort of trying to imagine that. But like, that's, the, maybe that's, the exactly. that's the image. That's the image of you. Exactly. If
0: you're a writer, air quotes, no. you write right. every day and you right. write several thousand words a day. Mm-hmm. And you're always working on that book. Right. That exactly. book that's going to be the book that changes yeah. the world. Right, but but sometimes writing to me is just staring out the window for four hours, absolutely, and just getting there, and then yeah. maybe writing a sentence. Right. Some days I write four thousand words. Yeah. Those are not usually uh, great words, but they are words. <laughs> no,
1: no, no I mean, they are words. Okay. They are. I mean, d- during the pandemic, a lot of my writing has looked like me uh, eating a lot of Annie's cheddar bunnies and not getting any work done. <laughs> uh, um, you, you, you know, yeah. uh, uh, and then sometimes I'll sit down and I'll write a couple thousand words, or, or you know, um, or, or sometimes I'll write you know, uh, two hundred words, and then we go twenty words. Uh, yeah. um, you just you just kind of do what you can.
0: Or scroll back, fix a couple commas. Yeah,
1: that, and that, then go. Yeah.
0: Work's done for today. Yeah, is that <laughs> it?
2: I am conquered the
1: comma. Yeah. I, can't, <laughs> so, I
0: can't. I can't conquer the comma.
1: Usually, when 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 I find myself uh, um, spending like a week on a comma, I then just like cut the chapter out. Cut chapter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because uh, if I think like, comma, oh, there's something. There's something wrong here. If, maybe if I just like move a couple commas around, that'll fix it. I'm like, no, no, it won't. It's, it it's was not like, comma. Yeah, exactly. It's it wasn't like
0: If you're singing and you can't hit a note, mm-hmm. it's not that note that you can't hit. It's right. what's Number happened four. before that. Yeah. Right. So yeah, yeah I've exactly. done that too, where I spend like like hours on a paragraph that I think of, yeah. like this is really important. Yeah. And then I go, it just doesn't make sense. Copy and paste it. Throw it in a different random file of right. This is why our show is called Vox Vomitus or Word Vomit. Like yeah, right. we just we embrace yeah. the mistakes
1: mm-hmm.
0: and and hope to learn from them.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, I just wanted to ask. I know we're running low on time, but I, I want to run as far as time. are are we okay? Do I have time? You have time. Okay. No, I just I just wanted to ask how you went from going with a small press mm-hmm. to like the, the bigger book, how was that for you? And was that a deliberate choice? Was that accidental? Was that something where just the fate smiled on you? Um, Cause you said it was before you had yeah. your agent.
1: And it, it, was, it was definitely a, a fate smiling on me um, kind of situation. Uh, um, my, my first novel, I was sending out to agents and having no success. Um, and then uh, a friend of mine got published by this, a small press out in LA and said, do you mind if I send, um, send them your book? And I said, sure. Not really expecting anything to happen. And then I heard back from them and they wanted to publish it. Um, now, now I got um, $0 for that, uh, uh, for that uh, uh, deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also didn't, uh, you know, you know uh, um, uh, it didn't cost me anything. So I didn't, I didn't have to like self publish. So, so that they, they covered all the printing costs. And then I, and I, and I had a book, which is pretty good. That's pretty um, good. That's,
0: that's
1: not um, bad. And, and uh, um, uh, And that allowed me to start teaching and so forth, or teaching creative writing. I had been teaching, you know, other things before that, but but now I could start teaching creative writing. And then I got an email from um, my now agent, uh, Monica Wood saying, "Oh, hey, I, I read your book and I loved it, and I'd like to represent you." Uh, and, you know.
2: Wow. So, <laughs> did, okay, so how did, did were you querying? That's
1: query. uh, no, no, uh, the, uh, no, no that, that, that point I wasn't sure. querying at all. Uh, 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 so, so, so I just I happened to have a friend um, who was an editor. Um, who had lunch with her and said, "Oh, you got to read this book," uh, um, and uh, and and she did, and she loved it, um, and uh, um, and so that's what happened. And, and she's since become uh, one of my closest friends, and she's she's a terrific agent. And I hope never, I hope never to be out there again. <laughs> I hope never <laughs> to be. To be uh, I feel like to be once again. you
0: find good people that like rep you, whether it's a yeah. publicist, an agent, or an editor, right. um, you just like. C- cling on to them like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Rose your did on that Titanic door. Right, sure. You
1: know, yeah, yeah, like, there you go.
0: Like I'm not letting go. There's no room for Jack. Yeah. There's just <laughs> room for me.
1: I-, I won't ask who Jack is in that analogy, but but I, I think you're right. <laughs> I think
0: the rest of the world
1: is yeah right really just, uh, uh, like uh, you know any other any other agent, any other editor. That's, yeah, like, that's the that Jack. It's like yeah, you yeah, are my you person. Go. You're my person. Yeah, yeah exactly um, and
2: it's, and it sounds like you have the relationship then that it wasn't for just this particular manuscript. Yeah, right. now you have this relationship, and it, you don't have a contract for the next book, but this person's right. going to be out there representing you for that book and making yep. sure that that book gets found so that we can read it because I want to read it. Thank you very much. I love that. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. so so is that first book. Then is that not available now, or can no, we still? No, available. I'm like looking okay. at
0: a psycho. I'm like,
2: "Is <laughs> no, this so available?" Because you, no. you said you got. You yeah, got it. I'm like going. Is this book? Did it get hidden somewhere, or we can still go find it?
1: No, you you can, you can still go find it okay. and, 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 yeah. and can, go uh, dig uh, it out. Uh, you know, find the ebook or or uh, uh, are still print copies, so, so so you can you can order it. If uh, um, the, actually my publisher, but small publisher, Rare Bird a really terrific job. They make really beautiful books. So uh, actually I recommend the book as a physical object. Uh, and I feel like I can do that because uh, I didn't have anything to do with creating the book as a physical object. Uh, um But, uh, um, but they did a really terrific job with it. And uh, and there are still copies flying around there. So
2: I love the Calling dibs on one. Okay. All
1: right. uh, awesome. Gibbs. Good <laughs> book. Book. You
0: just like plugged your book inadvertently. Allison <laughs> yeah, good. But you, have yeah. to,
2: you have, a word
0: like one word title you can do that really easily i know i can't work my titles into a book no. uh, anyways um <laughs> i am very sorry to say we are out of time well, this was
1: a pleasure thank
0: you you were wonderful thank you. Thank, you. thank you so much for being here thank you to my vox Vomitus vixens as always i have a few quick announcements uh saturday we have a special Saturday morning edition of Vox Vomitus with Elizabeth Gifford. She is in, I want to say, England or Scotland. I can't remember off the top of my head, which is why we are going live Saturday morning. That's cool. Which is awesome. Next Wednesday, we are going to be back with our normal time with Greta Kelly, which is great. And then, Thursday, this is a shameless plug for me, I am co-hosting or one of the guest hosts, of the writer showcase we are back from hiatus i will be interviewing paul tremblay at 7 p.m next thursday i will fangirl i might cry i've done it before in front of him i don't know why he's coming back again but i'm kind of surprised he agreed to it honestly you know <laughs> i feel like i'm better this time i was like i'm cool now he's like all right <laughs> So, that is what's happening next week interview wise. Follow our Facebook page. uh, You'll get all of the updates. Thank you to Roman Sorotin, our video director and our showrunner. Thank you to Pam Stack, the executive producer at the Global Authors on the Air Network. This has been a copywritten podcast by Global Authors on the Air, and we will see you all next Saturday or this Saturday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 9 a.m
2: pacific standard time there i got the time right thank you